Hello and welcome back everyone to BibleStudyPodcast.org. I am your host, John Krause, and it is Friday, July 1st, 2011. You're going to notice we didn't have a podcast. We didn't have a First Peter podcast last week. I had some things come up and I couldn't get the podcast out. And this week we're not going to be having a First Peter podcast either. We're going to be doing a topic called Be a Man Biblically. And basically what that is, is adhering to the requirements of of us as husbands and fathers according to the Bible. We have a very important job and I believe not only in America but around the world we're failing. We're failing in a lot of areas that we really need to be strong in. And please know that this podcast is is done in love. I'm not perfect. I know that there's none of us that are perfect. There's only one person who was ever perfect and, uh, and he was the only perfect father. So please know that these are just some points of things to talk about to question, to think about in your head as you go about your daily activities and when you deal with your wife and when you deal with your kids. I struggle and I have to constantly think about these things. I have children from the age of one, almost two, to almost 17, four of them. So I have quite a bit of a gap in in parenting skills that I have to apply and I've also married, obviously, and it's 10 years this month and we all have struggles with stress and jobs and mortgages and car payments and the things that we have going on in life, sometimes we have a tendency to just kind of rush through our days and, and overlook the things that we should be doing, uh, like prayer and Bible study with your family and spending time with your family, turning off the TV, turning off the computer and spending time and making sure that your kids are, are, are being brought up in the Word of God. Okay, well, let me start us off with a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for this time together, Lord. We know that you love us, and you are the perfect example of what a father's love should be for his children. Lord, we ask that you bless this time as we talk about these topics that are so hard on so many of us, and that where we fall short in so many ways, Lord, we ask that you help build us up and bring to attention these these shortcomings that we have so that we can apply your truth to them and better our families. We ask this in your precious and holy name. Amen. Okay, men, are you the leader of your family? And I'm not talking about the kind of leader as in the bossy, do as I say, or you're going to get it kind of leader, which is very easy to be sometimes. But as in a father leading his family to be godly people, that type of father, do you respect and honor your wife as your co-heir? Does she feel that she is respected, is she satisfied, and is she happy? Does she feel you're a good leader, a good provider, and a spiritual shepherd for your family? Do your children see you as a role model on how a Christian, moral, honest, family-loving man should act? Now, in relation to God, do you need to be drugged to church? When it comes Sunday, are you moping, dragging, and uh, kind of hoping that someone's just going to go ahead and take the kids for you so you don't have to go. Is that you? Uh, do you? Does your wife have to leave you at home to take your kids to go to church because you feel that you've got more important things to do on Sunday than waste your time at church? Now, what do you think that that teaches your children? If you think it's good for them to go there, you should be the first one at the door. You should be excited about going to church because if you're not excited and you don't respect it, your children aren't going to. Those are just the facts. See, these are all the questions we as men really need to ask ourselves. 
I know that we all struggle. I've struggled about this with this in my past. You know, we as men cannot truly be Christian husbands and fathers unless we are the spiritual lead of our families like the Bible calls us to be. If you don't lead them, society's going to. And I know every single one of you can look around you and see what that leads to. You can see what happens when society and TV and movies and music is where your children get their morality and their, uh, their worldview. You definitely do not want them getting it from the secular world. We need to ask ourselves now, how do we change? If we have issues in these areas, how do we change? How do I become a man of God? How do I become a better husband, a better father, and just a better man? I mean, these questions should always be on our mind. We constantly have to think about them because this is a constant battle. This is a constant fight that we need to be fighting for our family. This change is done in the form of striving to change from a, a godless, worldly person as in a secular or of this world type man to a man of God. We are told to conform to the image of God. In Romans chapter 8 verse 29 it says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. In Ephesians chapter 5.25 says this, Husbands, Love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Now I have a list here that was taken from a sermon preached by Mark Driscoll of Mars Hill Church. Um, it was a great list and uh, kind of change it up a little bit. I, I want to add to it because it's great information. He, he, he does a really good job with this. Um, so the first, the first point here, we as husbands uh, need to apply to our lives, is we need to honor our wife in marriage. We need to take a wife honorably. We need to establish right priorities and be a one-woman man, absolutely faithful to your wife. Titus chapter 1 verse 6 says, If anyone is above reproach, the husband but of one wife. But also make sure that there's nothing else more important to you than your wife. Not even your kids, because if your wife is the most important thing in your life, your kids will greatly benefit from that. Okay, third point. Honor your wife emotionally. Be emotionally present and intimate with your wife. Take her out on dates, romance her, treat her like a lady. Treat her like you did before you got married, when you were trying to win her heart. Fourth point, honor your wife verbally. Men, speak honorably about your wife. Speak honorably to her. When she is present and when she is absent. See, this is one of my pet peeves is a lot of times around, uh, when, when men get around, they start to do these things where they start to kind of badmouth their wives, jokingly. Not, not really horrible things, but things that just you know, don't shed a real good light on her. You know, Don't do that. Talk about her honorably. She's your, you know, she's your other half. You're one flesh with this woman, so speak honorably about her. Fifth point here. Honor your wife financially. Provide for the financial needs of your family. Now, I know this one could be hard for some men if you're, uh, you have an illness or, or there's some other uh, situation going on. But for the most part, men, you need to be out there earning a living for your family, making sure they're provided for. 
Sixth point, honor your wife practically. Consider her needs and how you can serve her. I know a lot of people have a tendency to kind of think of themselves as the center of the universe. I know that I've fallen in this trap that when I come home from work, I can be selfish and think that everything needs to basically uh, suit what it is that I want. And it's hard to change that, that, that mind frame, but we really do. We really need to consider that everyone, honestly, it's, it's almost laughable that I have to say this, that everyone else has just as much right as, as we do, men. It's sad to say that we even need to say this, but everyone is equally as important, and their needs are equally as important. So you need to honor your wife's needs also. Seventh point, honor your wife parentally. Be a pastor dad by shepherding your children. You know, pray with them, teach them about Jesus, read the Bible with them, teach them about the stories of the Bible, put a Bible study together for your family. You need to be the main person out there leading your family spiritually. That's your job. Eighth point, honor your wife spiritually. We need to initiate prayer, chats about the Bible, you know, going to church, church attendance, how much we're going to give. Um, we need to, to take responsibility for that. Our, our family is to be our first ministry. It should be the number one priority in our lives is making sure that we're leading our family in the correct manner spiritually. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7 says, You husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with someone weaker, since she is a woman, and show her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. So men, Genesis chapter 2, verse 24 tells us to pursue this oneness with our, our, our wife. You know, we need to live in an understanding way with her, as, as 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says. We need to, to love her in a way that she understands. You know, men, we have a tendency to think, well, of course I love my wife. She should know that. Well, does she? Does she truly know how much you truly love her? This is the person you are one with. You are one flesh with this person. She should know without a doubt that she's the most important thing on this earth to you. And men, it, it sounds funny, and it sounds strange, but we need to constantly pursue our wives. We need to be interested in what they're interested in, and it needs to mean something to us so that she can feel that she is important to you. Now, when it comes to our children, this is something that's very, very important. We need to help bring up and lead the next generation of Christians towards God because right now the world is telling them that God doesn't exist and asking them why they need a God, that there's, there's no reason to need a God, that pretty much anything you want you can have and anything goes and everything's relative and you know there is no absolute truth. They're being, kids are being told this. So we need to be intentional and strategic about our children's spiritual development. You know, the Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 3, verse 21, Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. And Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. And this can be very, very hard, especially if you've got teenagers. I know, I have one. It's very, very hard not to get into it with them, not to drive them to anger and to sin, because... We're not really, we're supposed to be an example. We're not really supposed to act like them. And this is something I have struggles with. I get drugged into it quite a bit with my teenager. And uh, so this is something that I especially need to work on. 
You know, we need to give our children vision. We need to allow them to have many experiences and, and let them know that there are many opportunities for them. But God should be the number one thing in their life. God should be in every facet of their life. God is not an activity like baseball or soccer or dance. It's not just one of the many. It is the thing in their life. Everything else is secondary. And they should know that. You know, men, we need to teach our children the way. And most of all, in regards to your your wife and your children, what they need most is our heart. They need to know that we love them and that they are important and they are the most important thing next to God. God is number one. They should know that. They should never question that. If you ask your children what's the most important thing to daddy, they should say God. What's the second most important thing? It should be mom and then the children in that order. In Micah chapter 4, verse 6 says, And he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children, and the hearts of children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. So men, humble yourselves. Speak to your wives, speak to your children. Man up and lead your family for good, not evil. We all need to step up and not be little boys. Not continue to live these lives these lives of uh, extended adolescence is what you can call it as men because men are taught to not be men anymore we're being told that you know well, you can't be men that's just the old way of doing things it's just the stone ages you shouldn't act like that anymore well men I'm here to tell you look around you look at society we need to man up and not be little boys we need to do the job that was given to us by God and rise up and lead our Christian families so if today if you're not if you're not doing the job repent repent and commit yourselves to being a man to being a biblical man and a family leader in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ lead your family because I know on judgment day I want to be able to stand before God when I have to give my account I want to know that I did all that I could, all that I could do with every ounce of my being for my children and my wife, like God commanded us to. All right, well, that's all I have for this episode. I thank you all so much for downloading it. Uh, God bless you. And if you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to contact me at BibleStudyPodcastJohn at gmail.com. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have. So go ahead and send them to me in email, and I will get right back to you. And uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And those of you in America, happy 4th of July. And everyone out there, God bless you. And until next time, keep growing in your faith. This message has been brought to you by BibleStudyPodcast.org. We are a listener-supported ministry. 
If this is your first time listening to us, we thank you so much for joining us and we ask nothing further from you. But if this is a ministry that you rely on for regular spiritual teaching, we do depend on your financial support to keep us going and growing. If you'd like to make a donation to BibleStudyPodcast.org to keep us going and reaching thousands of people around the world, you can go to our website, BibleStudyPodcasts.org, and you can make a donation on the right-hand side by clicking on the support box. Again, we do rely on your support, and we thank you so much for your financial participation in this ministry, which enables us to continue in our mission of teaching timeless truths in these truthless times. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today, and keep growing closer to Jesus. I'm gonna dance with you. Just a bunch of empty things to do You take me to that place As empty and barren as can be What's your